0: This plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it! You wanna play hardball?
1: I'm game.
2: You wanna play? Hardball? I'm game.
3: Ready. All right, so this is um, Garage Gab, episode two. Everybody,
0: Garage Gab, thank you,
3: thank you. Very nice. No, thank you.
0: So, so we have
3: uh, uh, Tim Jr. and uh, Jeremy as uh, the uh, hosts on this show. Um, It is uh, well, I mean, right now it's Sunday, March 12th, and um, daylight savings time. I have no idea why we
0: do this. Hey, Ferraro hype man you got to bring him. you got
3: to say name. Oh. Well, Greg is here as part of the uh, live listening audience. A.K.A.
1: Hey, hey, Zach. Yep. Zach. Fucking <laughs> <Bucket laughs> awesome. He looks like Zach from... Uh,
3: Junior thinks he looks like Zach from Ghost Adventures, but...
1: Um, I mean, I'm, I'm all amped up just from him being here, so... Yes. Like, job well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we also <laughs> have uh, uh, Chris... Uh,
3: full, full name good? Yeah, Love just, Day. Okay. Yeah. Chris Loveday, hey. um, who is... Uh, Wait. What would you What would you say you are? You're like obviously a paranormal investigator, but
1: a person. A person. person I don't know. Kind a, of. I'm first and foremost, he's a human. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. I, 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 we got that far, but uh, oh, other really? than that, oh, I mean, right. uh, is he? Is he? I'm, yeah, okay. I'm I'm a dude that likes ghosts. Likes yeah. drinking beer. Likes eating chicken wings. Love oh, yeah. It. Likes Love it. Going out on boats. Like I don't know. I'm a pretty. Normal guy a and, and hose yeah boats definitely I mean what what is a boat without a hose
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so what got you what got you interested in the in the paranormal
1: all right, so I grew up in a in a house in gosstown, New Hampshire, kind of on the main strip there that is uh, Old, it was built in the turn of the 17th, uh, no, the 18th century, so the 1700s into the 1800s, mm-hmm. and um, it was part of the Underground Railroad, those uh, two houses in Goffstown that were part of the Underground Railroad, and uh, it was pretty cool, we found like a couple of like smuggling holes and stuff like that, where they used to actually hide slaves that were on the run and things like that, Wow and um at any given point it was just like so i moved there when i was like three and a half years old and um at any given point you could just walk into the kitchen and every single cabinet and, and drawer would be open and you would think nothing of it and just close them and um, you'd be sitting there playing nintendo and like something would walk by the door and you're home alone and uh, it was just normal v- like very normal i've never questioned the fact that you know spirits are real and with us so it, there wasn't one sure defining moment, um, so it kind of grew up with them. Um, when my father passed away in 2008, though, he did visit me a bunch of times um, after the fact, and that's really what kind of got my questions going and uh, kind of launched me into actually investigating.
3: Nice, nice. Um, any, what's what's been your favorite location that you've <laughs> investigated?
1: Uh, so, all right, we'll break that up. So. I won't like give the answer of like this place has amazing food and we had a lot of fun. So you know, there's plenty to talk about that. Um, I'll go with what like I determined the most activity and, and, and like most like uh, surprises the most evidence ever. Um, that was the Poland Springs Resort in Poland Springs, Maine, where Poland Springs water was found. How many times can you say Poland Springs? We'll keep going. <laughs> Uh, um, they I are not the sponsor for sense. this episode, <laughs> <laughs> but we are looking to take sponsorships. <laughs> yes, absolutely, uh, we are opening sponsorship. <laughs> so I did get into a, like a invite from like the main paranormal society, and um, they said you know before the Poland Springs Resort opens for the season, they're giving us access to the entire place um so if you picture like the mount washington hotel like massive grand hotel so there's like one of those on property and another one of those on property three houses and then a bunch of cabins um that we had full access to Th- this is like six people and we have one night to do this all that's cool though. yeah um and i pretty much spent the entire time in the hiram ricker uh, cabin. So I never even like went to like the Grand Hotel or anything, because that one cabin was so active that I was there for seven hours, wow. and just pretty much ate up the whole time. And I did not get. Uh, well, why don't you come back tomorrow? But you know I was willing to roll with it. Um, but yeah, the the most activity and most evidence in a in a short span of time was definitely in that cabin at the Poland Springs Resort. Nice.
3: Now have you have you have you seen like I, i'm pretty sure you have seen like a like a ghostly figure or like a shadow apparition or whatever it is
1: yeah i think i've pretty much seen pretty much every i mean i consider different apparitions different levels of manifestation um and I, I just believe that that goes with how much energy they have access to yeah uh, i've seen full people that you know that look like you and me full color like three you know three dimensional wow. and everything wow. that just disappear into thin air i've seen people that like look black and white um, we've all seen shadow people before yeah and then i've also seen what i call full predator mode for anyone that has seen the movie predator right you, you see like just the outline of this like clear figure uh, i call them like bubble people uh, definitely <laughs> seen a lot of those too, and uh, I, I just really believe that it's the amount of energy that they've been able to use to manifest mm-hmm. what they're showing to you. Yeah.
3: Uh, so, so now for me, like I, I just think there's there's more beyond like our physical being or existence um, to not believe that there's anything like that like around us at all times. Like I, I, I truly believe that. And I, I've also seen, like, in the past, like, shadow apparitions of, like, a little girl. Um, and and that's, that's pretty much all that I've been able to, like, physically see. I have been, like, touched, like, raised on hand, a couple of tugs on a sweatshirt. But, um, and those couple of tugs, like, I, I just kind of, maybe I'm wearing a, you know, baggy sweatshirt or whatever. Maybe I, I can so kind of dismiss it. But it was definitely, like, tug, tug. And I'm like...
2: That's
1: what happened in Concord when we were there. I, yeah. I, got, I got touched. Yeah. Or, I think I got touched, yeah. Um, like, full-on ass
2: grab? or? Like <laughs> no, it we'll started off slow, just the lower
1: back. The raccoon came off. Uh, What's going on, fellas?
3: We'll get to uh, raccoons. Th- yeah, a little bit of a reach-around. <laughs> um,
1: but, you know, that,
3: that wasn't a, that wasn't a ghost journey. Yeah, well, I thought
2: it was you, but your hands were full. So we well, <laughs> <laughs> we're, were walking around in the dark, so, I mean... Um,
3: <laughs> so, the raccoon story—the uh, raccoon was brought up. And oh, going we will go right to it. We gotta, we gotta got clear the air with this one,
0: <laughs>
3: because—did
0: we pre-rehearse this?
3: My, <laughs> my neighbor across the street works with this kid, and he, uh, and he apparently had this idea that you could put a raccoon up your ass
2: anus, anus. anus. Yeah. yeah okay so
3: so of course I didn't I didn't believe any of this crap and then like it just like popped up on my Instagram so it has to be true uh, let me see oh, yeah, they heard you
1: talking about it.
2: <laughs> it's definitely true because I saw it
1: on Facebook. And now it's
2: forever with really
1: yeah Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> it says It's on your gravestone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Died from raccoon and ass. Uh, thank you
3: for foreshadowing there. Uh, <laughs> no, the human anus can stretch up to seven inches before taking damage. A raccoon can squeeze into holes as tight as four inches, meaning you could take almost two full raccoons up your ass. I that you know what that whole thing is just disturbing to me.
0: Just so the audience knows, Tim's going to try
1: it. I am hey. not going <laughs> to try it. <laughs> that article, or whatever, is also implying that two rac- raccoons are going to try to crawl up your ass at the same time. I not like one another. That's implying <laughs> that they're like together, like it's in like a joint effort. It's a
2: race, like a competition. Oh, is it
3: yeah yeah okay <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that, that's actually going through but uh, anyway uh, that was fun okay.
0: my,
1: my question is where are you going to go from here, to here? <laughs> I have no idea. Three records? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. The door, the door is, is wide open. It, it is. It really is. The back door. The back is wide open. The back door is super
0: <laughs> wide <laughs> open, yeah, going beyond inches. Uh, oh boy. <laughs>
3: here we go. Going way off script here. <laughs> so, um, so what kind of what kind of equipment do you have, and what would be your your favorite uh, piece of equipment to work with?
1: So, uh, it, it's always evolving as the field is always inventing in putting stuff out. To make money it is an industry it is a business um you know it's grown from over time you know you first start out with a digital voice recorder because that's you know when you're young you can afford the 40 bucks or whatever um and that has really always been my favorite piece of equipment because when you get someone else's voice when you're in a place when you're by yourself it's pretty indisputable Um, However, um, I've been investing a little bit more and more as as years have gone by. I've gotten a lot of great stuff recently um, with uh, thermal imaging cams. Um, So I was down in St. Augustine around Christmas time. Shortly after Christmas, I was down there. And uh, my hotel room had a balcony looking at the, uh, the Spanish fort, which is literally right across the street. So I throw on my thermal camera, and, um, you know, it's just scanning across. And uh, definitely got a figure walking across, like, the lawn of this fort. So definitely a good investment there. Also got some good stuff with that when I was down in Gettysburg in October. Um, so that has been really cool. Um, have an SB-11 spirit box that has been working pretty good lately. Do you like it? I do like I it. have one. Yeah, I have the dual one. Yeah, the big one with the two sides. Yeah, the, the like the massive one that yes. you're like not sticking in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that's pretty cool too. So if you got the money, throw some money at that. Um, then uh, SLS camera. SLS camera is another thing that I've been having a lot of success with. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was up at the Black Swan Inn in Tilton, um, just I'll quickly go into a quick story. So like everything's feeling okay, you're like walking through, they gave me access to the whole place. And um, walk through the bottom floor and I round a corner and I look up the stairs and there's this like massive antique mirror. And um, you know, one of the theories about mirrors is that can be a portal into the spirit world. Mm. And the thing was giving off so much vibe. I stopped in my tracks. I was like, there's something going on with that mirror. So, um, you know, I grabbed like the room key to the, to the room right off the mirror um, right up, you know, in the hallway, right by the mirror, and, and, and brought the L- SLS camera up there, and uh, was tracking three different figures at once that were listening what, to what I was telling it to do. Raise your right arm, okay. Stick out your right leg, okay. it um, says. <laughs> Is that what the thing from like Ghostbusters use with
0: like the Xbox? It's an camera? Xbox yeah. Connect, really.
1: Okay. Um, it's, that's cool. Strapped onto a tablet, and and when you're holding it for more than five seconds, your arm goes numb because it is Where are you end up getting that from? Yeah. Uh, the interwebs. Yeah. Um, there's a few different places to get them. Um, what's what, what the Ghost Equipment Store? I, I feel like they have pretty good prices and a pretty good selection of stuff. It was also out of St. Augustine. So. Is
3: that uh, the Ghost Stop?
1: So Ghost Stop, they kind of have their own brands of stuff. A lot of it they like make in house. Uh, I haven't really. I, th- I think I bought something from them back in like two thousand and thirteen or something. But
3: yeah, I bought a uh, I bought a couple of things from them. One of them is probably my one of my favorites is uh, the EDI Plus machine. Uh, records like five different things like humidity, pressure, temperature, um, oh, vibration. Yeah, and uh, and EMF obviously. And uh, that, that thing's been, like, we've been at a house, and I've had it, like, the house was abandoned due to foreclosure. <clears throat> I've had it at the end of a hallway, where it branched out to, like, three bedrooms. And, like, it, the, all the lights were off, and obviously, because there was no electricity to the house. And, like, the vibration line was, like, lighting up, like I, like a Christmas tree. It was unreal. And I thought, like, maybe there was, like, a critter or something, like a raccoon. <laughs> um, two, was it
2: two raccoons, maybe? A
3: raccoon or something that, that Did you let him out? <laughs> yeah. Did you let uh, him in? Ra- <laughs> no. <laughs> um, or, or like, a squirrel or something. I, I shined that flashlight to it, and there was nothing around it. But the vibration was, like, going crazy. But unfortunately, I didn't catch any, like, um, voices or anything like that. Verbally. Yeah. So... Um, I couldn't quite put that together but um, still pretty uh, pretty decent hit off of that machine um, so that's probably my favorite from that similar to
1: system. like a REM pod like, um but has vibration yeah yeah okay
3: yeah it doesn't like vibrate itself it just picks up vibration like a geophone yeah. yeah yeah
0: okay yeah
1: I like my REM pod I have one of those I have a so I've been working on a book um, that I started, chapter one was in Gettysburg, and so, like, um, staying at a haunted hotel for two nights, and then kind of going around, I- experiencing the places around there, um, it, it, it's, it's what I call it, your travel guide to haunted places, and um, this REM pod, it, it was really messing with me for the first three trips, so, um, you know, I'm trying to go to bed, I was probably out at a bar, talking with people, watching you know a football game or something like that something like that, and uh, you know get back to the hotel and I put out some equipment while I'm trying to sleep, and for three different trips in a row, whenever I would fall asleep and I was just about to go into REM stage, like just about to start dreaming, the REM pod would go off. <laughs> That's cool, and. that like traveled it it happened in Gettysburg it happened up in Tilton it happened in Concord, Massachusetts Um, so it was I I hope it wasn't a tag along that was just messing with me but uh, it was very ironic that yeah. whenever I was falling asleep and just about to hit REM cycle um, the proximity meter on on the REM pod was going off like something was something was in in the area of the antenna sending it off to wake me back up um i did get one voice once um after it uh, that was in that was in gettysburg I, I did to get a dude saying hi um when i was because you, know, you wake up you're in like in a daze waking up because it's i mean the, thing's <laughs> the yeah. thing is loud <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's, 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 so <laughs> it's, it's all it's, it's in your face or it's not happening yeah. and uh so you just kind of wake up and kind of half confused about where you are so but you know try to ask some questions and I did get a dude to say hi down in Gettysburg
3: wow that's intense
1: but the the REM pod is definitely cool like like you're saying I would definitely invest in it Um, it's because I mean it picks up of what's going on the atmosphere so you can't really say that it's paranormal Mm -hmm. but it's a good guiding tool there's a lot of guiding tools out there that if I get something that's that what I call a guiding tool is going off and then I can get a voice or something else to collaborate with what's happening I just find that a lot more um, believable and mm-hmm. more you know, circumstantial than, um, than it just going off so hmm. having something to back it up is always cool
3: so I, I've i seen some of your posts on Facebook, and i I, I got to tell you the places you've been, I'm fucking jealous <laughs> like, I just really, like I'm like, that's cool that's awesome, like, I want to do that how do you, how do you get into these places?
1: Alright, so are, are we strictly talking about, like, what I've been doing since October, so for, like, the book um, so yeah I've been working, working on this book that I'm calling Haunted in I-N-N America so it's play on words in haunted in america yep. your travel guide to haunted places i'm buying it um <laughs> right? It, it's something that i've been wanting to do since like 2011 and just never whatever had the means financially to do it or whatever um but you know i'm in a place now where, where traveling is a big part of my life and um i just thought you know what appeals to people is you know what i enjoy doing i get to be a part of uh traveling around get to go to haunted places and uh also a big part of it though um like for example you know we're all enjoying a beverage here i'm drinking a, a beer from kettlehead um which is one of the better breweries here in new hampshire
3: also a sponsor. but also if a sponsor, anybody yeah. works for kettlehead and is listening to this podcast by any chance we would definitely love to have them as a sponsor
1: at least some hoodies would be cool or yeah absolutely Selfless plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so the general idea of the book is, so chapter one was in Gettysburg. I mean, if, if you're going to start in America going to a haunted place, might as well be, like, the most notorious haunted place, like, in America. Yeah, I agree
3: with that, yeah. So
1: I went down there um, for my birthday, so late October, right before Halloween, and you um, just happen to go down. And, and the general idea is, is the blueprint of the book is you spend two nights in, in, a, in a supposedly... Haunted location, but really experience everything around it. So you know where to eat in the area, what to do in the area. I mean, I'll I'll cover if there's a movie theater that's worth going to. You know what I mean? Um, I I try to like mingle and get stories from locals. Make that part of the book. You know, you can only find a certain amount of things online, right? Right. So so the local folklore has got to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, where to eat, you know, what I ate, what I enjoyed, um, what to do in the, obviously Gettysburg was spending a lot of time on the battlefield, which I did see a half apparition and uh, a bunch of other wild stuff. Um, And then you spend two nights um, in a supposedly haunted hotel. I I, I do some investigating in there, sometimes they grant me more access to the place, sometimes I'm just there flying under the radar. but, uh, yeah, investigate a little bit and then try to go to sleep and document anything that uh, goes bump in the night.
3: I had, speaking of bump in the night, I had something similar to that happen to me once. We were in a, a bed of breakfast in Gorham, and very rarely do I have this kind of feeling. Like, we, you know, obviously it was a late night. We probably got to sleep like around 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I remember setting up my... Um, uh, IR camera and it died within like 20 minutes cause it's a piece of crap if you're not charging it. Um, and I also had a recorder and on the recorder like I heard like heavy footsteps walking by and I remember waking up like an hour later and feeling like something was just staring me down at the foot of the bed and I'm just like Go away! I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> like, and then like an hour later, like waking up with that same feeling. I'm like, just go, please, just go. <laughs> like, I I know I'm in your house, but please, I I want to sleep. Like, it was intense.
1: But I mean, that's you're absolutely nailing it. You know, mm-hmm. things that go bump in the night. So, you know, travel guide to go there, eat here, do this, whatever, whatever. Stay at this place, and you might experience something. Mm-hmm. And what's the, that's one of the big questions that I have in the paranormal field, or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I, I answer a lot of those questions that I got when my father passed away. Um, you know, that was kind of my quest. And then after those questions were answered, I was like, well, what do I do now? Uh, but more questions have come to rise. Why are so many hotels and bed and breakfasts haunted? You know, you, you look up the history, and like no one's ever died there, or whatever. But like. They always seem to be right it's um, weird it, it is really weird so the question is do spirits travel are they visiting places that they've visited before in their in their life and they just want to relive those memories are they really trapped there for whatever reason hmm so that's one of the big questions that I have and uh, yeah you're you're nailing you know when, when you said I know that I'm in your home but I really want to go to sleep it happens
3: yeah, yeah yeah it really does uh, there, there's another um, scenario that kind of comes into mind it was a different bed and breakfast, and uh, uh, me and this other guy we were it was like well after midnight, we were just kind of walking around the place, see if we could get something to happen. And I didn't hear it in real time, usually, I have uh, a digital recorder with uh, the earbuds and, and, and the external mic and everything. Um, I didn't hear it in real time, but when I went back and listened, like we were talking back and forth with each other, and we just hear like shh, I'm like. Where did that huh. come from? Like, it didn't come from either of us. Like, where did it come from? So I played it for the clients, and they said, well, that's interesting because this place used to be a schoolhouse, and, like, it was right right in the middle of, like, the dining area, which could have been, like, the, the area where they yeah, were teaching classes. Yeah, stuff sure. classroom, Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I... When I reach out to some places, like, they, they either are not interested or they never get back to me. Like, do you find anything like that?
1: I mean, there's, so there's, you got to look at that there's a lot of red tape on a lot of places. There's a lot of people that don't like people messing with things. Uh, there's a lot of non-believers. No. Um, so there there are, there, I mean, I've been told no or been told nothing. Um eight out of 10 times. And you, you know, it's like being a door-to-door vacuum salesman. You just gotta move right. on. Yeah. <laughs> move on to yeah. knock on the next door or whatever. Yeah. Um, personally, and, and this, is, this is what I do a lot, is I'll just go to a place that has like a bar or whatever and sit at the bar, have some drinks, become a little loose-lipped with the bartender or any other wait staff or whatever, get them to tell some stories, and then you tell them a little bit about what you've done and then you know, the bait is out there. Yeah. You know, it does escalate yep. a little bit. Sure. Are you meeting the innkeeper, their manager, or whatever else? Sure. Um, for example, the common man in Merrimack, yep. right? uh, used to be the Hand of Dustin Tavern. Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? One of the signers of the Declaration, Matthew Thornton, uh, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence from New Hampshire. There's three of them. Um, uh, that was his original homestead. Um, and that's kind of how it started. I, you know, I was sitting there at the bar having some drinks, escalated up, escalated up, met the manager. Yeah, you guys can come back some night, and yeah, I'll sit in my office, and you guys can have run of the place. That's awesome. Serious? Yeah, we got to do that, too. I mean, that's, that's
3: pretty much what you've done, Junior, is, is you were sitting at a bar with somebody, yeah. and, and the, the bartender said she could hear like, her name.
0: Um, I guess the other night when no one was in there, her name is very Italian I can't even pronounce it no one's in there and she hears it out of the corner of her ear so I'm gonna go in there after closing once she's counting the money and she's gonna let me go in there yeah, yeah. S- sometimes it's yeah. all it takes
1: you being in the right place about right time yes. just
0: talking have you ever been just in the concrete house
1: no I'm trying to go next Saturday there it's become so much more of a money grab these yeah, days you need a ticket and everything. You, you need to, I mean you can stay overnight and stuff like I'm friends with some people that I think they just spent the night there last night to be honest with you so it's funny that you bring that up but oh yeah I, I think Barbara yeah, and, yeah. Well, yeah 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 uh, they've been to a few of the events that I've hosted in the past um, yeah it's become a little bit more of a you know, how watered down can a place be yeah it's that's always been you know a big concern I like going to a place where like no one's ever investigated before right. or like it's been years or whatever yeah because um, usually it, as soon as they realize what you're there to do like, comes alive Yeah. like I've even hosted events you know at a place two night events where the first night is always like banging and then you're just feeling bad for the people on the second night you're like I guess we used it all up last night, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to tell you. Sorry, all the energy's gone. Yeah, <laughs> P- Pretty much, uh, it can happen, so... Gas tank is empty. I, I would <laughs> like to go there at some point, though. Yeah, they're doing, yeah. Uh, next Saturday, they're having, I know a girl who has an extra ticket,
0: so I'm trying to figure out how much it's going to be, and she's like, do you want to go? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's, there's a room and everything, I'm like, I'll sleep on this, not in the same bed, but you I don't even know this girl. I met her through a friend, so I'm going to try to do that.
1: Yeah, we'll have to talk about yeah. it on the next raccoon it podcast. It <laughs> Are we changing our name? Wow, this raccoon. I guess we just changed our <laughs> name. Oh, it's a okay. raccoon.
2: Side note, Junior, sometimes from experience, it's better if you don't know them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Guys, if I see a raccoon like, scurry across the floor, I'm probably going to freak out. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, right. If yeah. I just uh, get up uh, and leave, you know. Oh, around, what? around here, they travel in pairs. So oh, oh, do they? Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, all right. Oh, so, so, we're, so we're all good. We're sick. <laughs> oh, what the hell? What the fuck was that? I'm hearing something in my in my ear. Like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, you fucked it up. Yep. Jeremy. It's,
2: it's a distinct buzzing.
3: It is.
0: Too much raccoon talk. I can hear it. Is this off? It's yeah. the censorship okay, they're on okay. the record.
3: All right. You <laughs> guys reach your limited record. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you feel
1: about Ouija boards? Um honestly i think i would be a uh, hypocrite if i were to say anything negative against them because a lot of what we're doing without ouija boards is kind of the same thing uh you're inviting communication you're you know asking for it and using a ouija board it's the same thing if you're using a if you're using a digital voice recorder or a piece of equipment or something like that if you're opening up a circle to communication and then you're not closing it at, at the end um, then you're kind of just asking for trouble and it's the same thing with Ouija board it's a it's a, it's a method of communication um, through the physical use of your energy because that is what they're doing you, your fingers are lightly on a thing and um, and you're uh, asking for a spirit to manipulate your energy to move it to spell letters um, so I, I just consider it a tool, I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I haven't used one in a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, but, it, you know, I would be a hypocrite to say anything bad about them because we're just doing the same thing with something that has batteries in it. So.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, in in my experience, like, they, they can be, uh, they can be, for lack of a better term, bad. Yeah. Um, like, I've used them as a child, like, with my
1: sister. It's like ages 7 and up, right? It, right. <laughs> like, so how, how bad can it be? You can go to Walmart and get one.
3: But, right. <laughs> you know, like It's from Milton Bradley or Parker Brothers or whatever it is. And it, it's like... But then I used it as an adult. And as an adult, I think one of my friends that used it as well with us as a group, she had something follow her. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, bizarre. And every time we used the Ouija board, that spirit would come up, the same one all the time. Four letters? No. No. (laughs) Uh, It would start with uh, spelling his name as M, and then just go all over the board, and we couldn't spell whatever it was, and we we would ask, like, oh, can we just call you M? And we would say yes. But So Jeremy has a story about a Ouija board (laughs) that's been in his house.
2: So I rent a house, and I had a roommate, and her daughter were living there. Um, her daughter moved out before she did. She went to live with her boyfriend's family whatever. Uh, she left her Ouija board there. So about eight months later or so, my roommate moved out. She left a bunch of her stuff there. The Ouija board was one of them. So I was living there by myself for a while. I got new roommates to help me pay the rent. So it's a coworker, his wife, and his dog. So where this, I moved everything out of her room, my former roommate, into like the mudroom area uh, to make room for my new roommate and all their stuff, roommates and all their stuff. Uh, my former roommate still hadn't come to get her stuff, so I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to put all this stuff in the basement. I don't care if anything happens to it, whatever. The Ouija board is one of those items. So about a week ago, I moved everything down to the basement that was in that room, except for the Ouija board that had come back behind. And the Ouija board, there was two piles of stuff. There was a big pile, and then in front of it was a smaller pile. The Ouija board was right on top. I never touched it. I know I didn't bring it down to the basement because it was right on, to, on top of that little pile. And later in that day, when my new roommate and his wife and his daughter came home, I asked all three of them. I was like, hey, do you guys see the Ouija board? And all three of them were like, no, I didn't even know there was a Ouija board here. So this Ouija board has... Disappeared, oh. and before I left the house today, I did another look around to like all the bedrooms and everything. Can't find it anywhere. It just that's cool flat out disappeared. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's cool or
3: it's. Uh,
0: well,
1: it's definitely it's, <laughs> it's <scary. probably laughs> cool. I mean, this is what we say, cause it's <laughs> not our weird <laughs> board. Well, <right>. I, have <laughs> a similar,
0: I actually have a similar story. I have a pig lighter that got passed to me by someone else. I've thrown away four times in the back of a trash truck. Found in my attic.
1: Come right back. Can you describe the Ouija board? Was like a new one that glows it's, in the dark? No, it's a regular. It it's like one? the
2: Parker Brothers or Milton Bradley. It's like a store bought. It's not like an old like antique. But right like right yeah, right so back. fairly new. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, it just up and disappeared. And like I said, it was on in those two piles. It was right on top of the the smaller pile. I never touched it. i know a hundred percent sure that I did not bring it downstairs to the basement. And it disappeared. I figured like the my. My roommate's daughter grabbed it and was like, playing with it with one of her friends or whatever. Can't find it anywhere.
3: So so this kind of brings up, like, um, I, I had a friend that, that I uh, see at Castro's from time to time. And, uh,
2: Castro's also not a sponsor. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes.
3: Um, <and laughs> the he, goal is he's we're going to get a sponsor. He, <laughs> he knows what I do Somebody. and everything. He knows about the investigating into the paranormal and everything. Um, but he's not a fan of it. He's like, you could bring about so many, like, demons, um, which, you know, I, I won't necessarily say won't happen, but is there any kind of, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but is, is there any kind of, like, possibility of that ever happening? There's always a
1: possibility of that, absolutely, 100%. Um, for sure. I mean, like I was kind of saying before, you we're doing things that are that are kind of opening up an invite to um, communication or beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I would do want to throw a disclaimer a little bit about Ouija boards out there. Um, so it's like everyone in the you know everyone in the world pretty much knows what it is. I mean, I mean let's not think that's not the case on the other side. Mm-hmm. So. If you ask me there's a big target painted on the purchase and sale of a Ouija board um, and things can attach itself to it just like what you're talking about right um, and honestly I think that when it gets pulled out it, it's like a dinner bell going off right you don't know what your chances are if you're using a Ouija board in in your in a place that you think is haunted or even not you know you're in a house that got built in 2017 you know no reason for it to be haunted you're inviting something to come in to communicate with you, and also I mean if you're in a place like I said, I grew up in a eighteen hundred house or whatever you, you bring something there um, chances are what you're communicating with on the Ouija board is not your haunted spirit of what's in the house right you are ringing a dinner bell for an open invite wow
3: um,
1: in my you know in my opinion, I don't have <laughs> much to back that up other than like 220 Hollywood movies but <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Hollywood is 100% facts so.
3: absolutely <laughs> just like the internet if you find <laughs> anything on the internet if you <laughs> find anything on
1: the internet it's true Facebook um,
3: so how, how long how long the have you Graham. been into the paranormal? <laughs> how, how long have you been like investigating
1: uh, so I think that I probably like really got I started a little bit in 2007 before my father passed mm-hmm. my father passed um and then, like, I'd I'd call it a healthy obsession at first. Um, you know, definitely got your mind off of things and moving on with your life and stuff like that. Had a lot of questions that needed to be answered. Yeah. Uh, so really, was heavy into it from two thousand and eight through two thousand and fifteen. You know, like like every weekend, like you know, whether it's doing events or doing. Uh, household investigations or commercial investigations, things like that. Um, Took quite a bit of a break from it, you know, a a case from time to time or Mm -hmm. whatever, or more like when you and I talk, more of a consultative approach to things. Um, And then really, you know, these days just focusing on on getting that book written. Um, So I don't dive into it that much. Um, I will say this, that, that a lot of people don't know about me it was I was the we'll just call it uh, the large church um, so I was the large church um, assistant for exorcisms for three years really Really. Um, for the state of New Hampshire yeah
3: Wow how, how was that like that that just sounds intriguing to me
1: so I, I, I first signed a two-year contract and mm-hmm. then they couldn't replace me after the second year so I stayed on for a third year but yeah, so I was the scientific approach to assisting in, in churchly-called exorcisms. Wow. Like you would see like, on the movies when they call people in and stuff like that? I've heard an eight-year-old boy speak Polish before. Really? He didn't know Polish.
0: Wow. It's like John Constantine kind of thing, like when he goes in and the thing's in him and he's speaking
1: tongues. So like uh, so to put like a Hollywood perspective on it like what was it Insidious yes where it's like the the psychic goes in and then yeah. the two guys go in with her like I was one of those guys yeah I you guess. yeah, too much. yeah. so cool. I, I I was there in support in research and try to document things um, with evidence and stuff like that wow the thing that sucks is I wasn't allowed to keep any of that evidence really yeah well we have contracted so
3: oh that's true yeah. Yeah. Um, so you you and I know a lot of like mutual people, obviously in the paranormal field
1: and non paranormal field. Father Ray. Yeah, well, yeah, Father Ray the DJ.
3: Yeah, Father yeah. Ray the DJ. Father Ray was yeah. my
1: arch nemesis for many years. Really? Yeah.
3: Oh, you could. Were you doing uh, DJ stuff too?
1: No, like I was, you know, like chaperoning <laughs> <laughs> okay. his dances He's and yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like Father Ray and I would like. I don't know. Compete in everything possible: basketball, uh, ping pong, whatever.
3: Paintball? Did you ever play paintball? Uh,
1: at paintball. Yeah, my, I still feel it on my inner thighs. I got like. Nails <laughs> um,
3: Father Ray was uh, was my high school priest at uh, Trinity High School. Yeah. And uh, and and when he first introduced paintball, he, well, he made an announcement over the PA system, and I misheard it. I thought he said pinball. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so like, I'm in.
3: I'm in. Pinball. I'm in. I'm in. Pinball, yeah. pinball. <laughs> like, so, so he had a, a group meeting and everything, and I was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm in. I'm in. Is your pinball?" And he's like, "No, no, Tim, it, it's, it's um, it's paint, paintball. paintball in but, November, so the what?
1: paintballs will be frozen." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, we go um, for veterans. Day although I think it
3: year. was, I, I think it was during like a, a spring break or something like that. So it was still like it, it was still you know it's not warm but not incredibly warm so you could still feel it. like I, I'm going. Are you allowed to do this? this is technically child abuse? And <laughs> you I, I can't
0: say that. No,
3: that's true. Yes, yeah. that. uh, no. and, and the Catholic Church. Yes, problems. yes. Uh, no, Father A Father Ray, awesome guy. Um, he actually. Uh, uh, blessed uh, little handheld rosary for me uh, to take on uh, investigations for protection, which also brings me to the question: What do you What do you use for protection? What, what, is there anything that you can use?
1: Um, there, I mean, there are lots of things that you can use. Um, for the most part, myself, um, if you're ever going into something, and you, like like I just said, for three years, that's what I was doing, and then. Also, when we're part of, you know, New Hampshire Paranormal, um, we took on a lot of cases where people needed help. Mm-hmm. And if you ever went into things questioning it, or if you ever had fear or whatever, then you probably shouldn't be going in the first place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a, a, a lot of prayer, um, a, a, a lot of knowing when to bail when you should bail, mm-hmm. a lot of closing the circle, Um I feel like we could probably do an entire different show on <laughs> that subject matter. Yes, yeah, I can do five different shows in order on Father Ray alone. Um, it, it, next time you talk to say Chris Loveday and see just see what he says.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, I don't know when when I saw him to uh, to have him bless that rosary, but um, he he's, he was definitely like I, I had mentioned Chris Loveday. So go, oh yeah, Chris, yeah, great guy, great guy. So that does pretty much. But I'll, I'll definitely have to uh, next time I see him. Uh, One
1: of the first like investigations that I ever did was his um, rectory up when he was in Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, my aunt and uncle stayed there, and um, my uncle woke up and there was just a face leaning over his with red eyes. And uh, Father Ray was like, "Yeah, that's the guy." It uh,
3: definitely uh, sounds like a Father oh, Ray reaction.
1: Yeah, and shortly after, <coughs> we went up there, and I, I think we got some like gasps and like breaths or whatever, but yeah. like nothing like solid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was one of the first real investigations I ever did. Nice, Father Ray. Yeah. Um,
3: so you mentioned you mentioned tagalongs before. Yeah. And uh, this will probably be, like, the last, like, interview question. Then I have a round of, like, rapid-fire questions for you. All right, just yeah. Just, okay. Yeah. Um, so, we had... I thought these
1: were the rapid-fires.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's just Tim geeking out over Yeah, there. A, little, a little bit. Um, we are
3: running almost, like, 45 minutes. But Already? Is, yeah. Hey, nah, keep it nah, going. I, I, I can talk a lot, yeah. Just um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot. No, no, this is, this is, a, th- this is a great fucking episode. It is. Like, I love it. Um, we have, uh, we had a sensitive join us in a, um, a recent, uh, investigation. Yeah. And I know you and I talked about this, you know, uh, during, uh, on Facebook or whatever. Um, but she definitely had several tag alongs mm-hmm. with her. And her husband. Um, and her husband. Yeah. So how do you, how do you get rid of, and I've also had a, um, yeah, my friend Tom who's been on a few investigations with me and, He's also had some type of like tagalongs with him as well. How do you, how do you focus on just the one thing that you need to do that you're there for, versus like having those tagalongs basically like bogged down with what you're trying to do? All
1: right. So how you finish that up? So you got to identify how you feel about having a tagalong to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are going to investigations to help people, help you know, or, or for scientific reasons, you know, get evidence, things like that, yeah. and you're okay with having a tag-along, you have to draw that line before you're driving or going to that place. Right. Um, if you're not okay with having a tag-along, let's, let's really identify what a tag-along is they want something from you, whether it's just that they like you. I mean, who knows? There could be some with us right now just because they think you guys are funny or whatever, right? Yeah. I got my I mom mean, that we tags we on with me all the time, business. my mom passed away and I keep her in my pocket when I'm ready So, So you gotta identify you know, how you feel about the, the tag along to, to begin with it you know what purpose it is sometimes people have bad tag alongs. sometimes you know their tag alongs looking out for you because they enjoy you or lonely or whatever else yeah. um if it, it is a bad one then you really shouldn't be investigating period you should just right. draw the line take a break from it and figure that out go through whatever cleanses and blessings or whatever it is you got to do to get rid of that uh which has come up quite a few times over the years mm-hmm. um I've taken a step back for a half year before because I definitely had wow. uh, attachments. Wow. Um, but if it is, you know, if it's someone that you know, if it's your mother or something like that, yeah. then or whatever, or something that's there because it likes you, draw a line. Just be like... You know, if you're dating a girl or something like that and you don't want her to go to Dark Night or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, we go to the movies and get ice cream together. You don't come to Dark Night. You yeah, know, you're right. just, just draw the line. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> it, it, you know, communication is key whether they're living or, or, or dead when it comes to that. Did I answer? The, I mean, I feel like I just shotgun blasted. Yeah, I know. That, 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 that was, uh, I was <laughs>
3: absolutely uh, a great, great answer. Um, has has there been a situation where you have been like super scared you needed to do like evacuate a building or whatever
1: never evacuate like i've ne- i've always tried to keep my cool um we'll revisit the poland springs resort um The most scared i've ever been on an investigation this is when we were New Hampshire paranormal We were the um the the taps team for New Hampshire, so we would go into a location. And identify if it was haunted or whatever. Report back to the TAPS team. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they come and do an episode. Really? Um, Yeah, that's that's cool. cool. So that was uh, I don't know, like 2010, 2011, around that. Um, We got a case in Unity, New Hampshire. Don't tell me you know where that is, because no. probably not. Yeah,
3: uh, somewhere like northwest. Up there, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah up, there, up there somewhere. We also have a
1: Washington, New Hampshire. Yeah, they yep. have big windmills. Yeah. Uh, so in that area, tucked in that little area, we got called to the, like this case, um, and it was a very unique one. Uh, the gentleman had like stage four brain cancer. Like he was yeah. on his way out, getting his things in order, things like that. And place had never been haunted before until it was like determined that this guy didn't have much time. So, place was not haunted, something picked up that this guy was out and was like feeding off of his energy. Wow. So, with all the reports and the different, um, you know, the the smells and and activity and stuff like that that they got, um, they thought it might be demonic. Mm -hmm. So, we went up there with, you you should always go up, if you are doing this for, you know, a hobby or whatever it is, if that word ever comes up you should first identify if you want to be part of it yeah so half of our team wisely did not and should not have um, so like a, a core group of us went up and um, so when you're doing demonic case you never really address it right unless you're really asking for trouble you're just kind of there to document things especially on the first night you're just right. there to document things see what you feel mm-hmm. Um, really get a feed for the family or the the inhabitants of the home, Mm etc. So in our mind the entire time, um, this could be a demonic case is what's in my head. So we go through our night and have some experiences and uh, different footsteps. And I was definitely staring down something that was like in a closet. Um, And we did get some evidence to back that up. but at the end of the night, when it time, comes time to clean up, right, you know, it's like 2, 3 in the morning, you just want to go home, and you know, I'm coming back from Unity, New Hampshire, that's another two more hours. I'm not getting home until the sun's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I go down in the basement to grab one of the cameras. So I'm like, you know, uh, taking off the cables, whatever, unspinning it off the <laughs> tripod. Yeah, it, it, it's the last thing that you want to be doing at <laughs> the end of the night. Yeah, you just want to <laughs> go, right? You <coughs> drink a five-hour energy and just get home. Um, but as I was doing that, a hand came, was placed on my right shoulder, wow. like firm though, not like, you knew what it was, you yep. felt the fingers like there was a hand there, and I just calmly stopped what I was doing, took a couple of side steps, and walked up the stairs. And that was definitely the most scared I've ever been, because I was alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't in a room with, with anyone else. Yeah. Uh, down in a dark basement, we hadn't turned the lights on yet, and uh, definitely a full wow. hand. Wow. Um, that was a very cool investigation. Unfortunately, we couldn't continue it, because he did pass away, and they ended up selling the house. But uh, at one point, um, like our group was upstairs, and we were like, Picking up stuff and like getting ready to move downstairs in a a voice recorder in the living room was a couple of little girls bantering back and forth together, and then one of them says to the other, Shh, they're coming. Wow. And uh, so so that was kind of neat, but you know, definitely like little girls, which unfortunately is is kind of a a thing about demonic possessions, they disguise themselves as innocent children. Yeah. But uh, we never did get an answer and luckily did not get any tag logs.
3: Well, that's a good thing.
2: That reminds me, remember that story I told you about my cell phone?
3: Uh well remind me again but a couple your months ago.
2: So I do all my credit card payments over the phone and I'm at my house alone, oh well, you know, the house where the Ouija board, where the Ouija board was disappeared mysteriously. <laughs> um,
1: we still gotta revisit that, don't let me forget. <laughs> and your uh, your little pig. <laughs> yes.
3: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: the it's, it's late at night. I'm like, oh yeah, I have a credit card payment to too. So I break up my cell phone, like I always do, dial the number. It's in my contacts, so I know I dialed the right number. I just hit send. And if I remember correctly, there was like a pause and I was just sitting there and I had it on speakerphone and I was like, that's weird. Because usually it's right up you know, with the you know automated system or whatever, like thank you for calling such a- English and So there's like a <laughs> long pause. I don't even think the phone rang or anything. And then all of a sudden I heard Kids on, coming from my phone, like giggling, and then one of them, when you told, told that story, one of them was like, Shh. and then it stopped. I hung up. I, I was like, nope, nope, yep. not doing that. So I, I hung up. I waited like a minute or two, <clears> did the same thing, hit the same number for the credit card and everything, and everything was normal. Come we play through. with us, dummy. <laughs> 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 Everything went normal, just like <laughs> a yeah. call when I call my you know credit card company and do the automated payment over the phone. Yeah. But that first call, and I don't know how to explain it.
1: That that's a real thing. Um, them taking over electronics. Yeah. Um, I mean, like we've been saying the whole entire time, we use electronics while we're going into investigations. It's a real thing. Um, taking over phone lines or whatever. Um, we I hate to spin it and make it a little bit about me, um, but we're doing a, a demo, we, an actual demonic case in Nashua, and
2: it's probably a lot of us in Nashua. <laughs> Trashua, <tree> streets.
1: In <laughs> <laughs> uh, a group like, once again, our core group, we were receiving text messages from each other that the other people weren't sending. Really? That's wow. Crazy to To one point where we were concerned that one of us was going to kill themselves. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's a real thing. If, yeah. if that's what mm-hmm. you, if in your gut, if you feel that that's what it was, then yeah, it could have been yeah, it was weird. something. That
2: was, yeah, that was like the weirdest thing I think that's ever happened to me. Like, it freaked me out. I'm home alone. When it's nighttime. There's like where I live. It's all like commercial and industrial. There's like apartments across the street, and that's it everything else around me so there's like nobody around or anything so it's like the creepiest house to be in with and then something like that happens i have like one light on the whole house at the time i'm like nope not doing this nope. tonight <laughs> nope
3: no no yeah so do you want to do you want to expand on your uh your, your pick story <coughs> all right story? so
0: i met tim his neighbor across the street maddie pipes esquire Someone <laughs> dropped his name. so his neighbor over here used to date one of my best friend and they lived over in manchester gardens and I brought my ghost box in, we sat in a circle, we were talking, they named off everybody, every person in my ghost box named off someone who died in their family. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? So this girl's like, oh, I have a demonic pig lighter. I've been throwing it away for two years. And you're like, sure, give it to me. Yeah, I <laughs> Do you so, have any pet raccoons? No. <laughs> no, um, I have a pet skunk that comes around in the morning. I give him snacks, but that's okay. Um, so she gives me this lighter. And I threw it in my box, because I have moved in it out of my, dad's, my parents' house multiple times. I find it one day, and I'm like, all right, put some fluid in it, light it. So I'm using it at the house, you know, for illegal purposes. We won't <laughs> say for what, but whatever. And I'm like, it dies. And I'm like, I'm just gonna throw it away. And she told me she's thrown it away a million times. So the trash guy came like, hey, it's Kobe. And um, Kobe. Next, <laughs> next thing you know, about four days later, it's in the box where it originally was. And I keep throwing it away, keep throwing it away. And now it's sitting on my mantle in my room. Have
1: you ever done like an
0: EMF sweep or anything? My like? REM pod goes off crazy with it. Wow. And I also have a lady Rose that I talked to in my ghost box in my house, and my mom, and they
1: argue on my ghost box together. <laughs> who wants to talk to me? <laughs> All right, I, you don't have it with you, right? No, no, okay. no, no. I feel like we need to follow up that episode with this pig later. We will. Yeah. Yep,
3: we will. Definitely. Yes. So now this brings me to the uh, <coughs> fire? to the final um, segment. Uh, I did have five rapid questions for you, but. I think the have we answered a lot of them already. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first one we have, yeah, uh, which would have been scariest moment ever. Yeah, um, and you, you pretty much just like nailed that. With I can do out. a secondary answer. Okay, that. go for it.
1: All right, so I said we were going to bring back Poland Springs Resort, mm-hmm. and the reason why it was the most active place. So originally we we're doing a walkthrough and stuff like that. We come back in, everything looks fine. We come back in, and there's like an exit doorway. There's two exits, whatever. We come in one way, there's another exit door. There's like a vase that was in the kitchen just placed in the middle of the doorway on the floor, just out. And then there was also a roll of toilet paper that I had, like got tp down the stairs. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we were just literally here forty five minutes ago. So this place is promising. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good stuff. Um, so that that wasn't scary though, that was pro- that was exciting. Yeah. So the most startled I've ever been, so we did the hand in the shoulder thing, the most startled I have ever been. So there's a group of four of us in the living room of this cabin in the Poland Springs Resort. Pitch black. You go, yeah, a little bit of light, whatever. Um, and I'm sitting there in the chair. You can tell there's something. You can feel it. If, mm-hmm. if you've been paranormal investigating, you can just feel it. So we're like looking in the hallway by the stairs of like things moving back and forth. Like and so like all of us are like we're amped up. You know, heart rate's probably like 130, getting jacked up, bro. And um, <laughs> we start like seeing like things like moving around, and I start like seeing like shadows swirling around on the ceiling, and then around on the walls. And that at one point something is moving along around the floor and comes up. And the only way that I can describe its its shape is grimace from McDonald's. Wow, really? Okay. So, like a big blob like that, you know, shaped like Grimace, if yep. you don't know what Grimace is, then you're probably too young to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post
3: a picture of Grimace with the, uh, with the post of this uh,
1: episode. So my eyes are following Grimace, obviously. Grimace. And then, <laughs> so I'm just sitting there in like a chair, facing Grimace, and then before I know it, it slithers a- across the floor, and then a head pops up between my legs. What? And I could see, like, the texture of its... It, it was all, like, smoke, though. Like, the color of smoke. Mm-hmm. But I could see, like, the texture of its, like, hair on top of its... Like, it had, like, curls to its hair on top of its head wow. and stuff like that. So you're, you're just sitting there, you know, I'm in, like, you know, like one of those, like, chairs that you sit in at like, AA when you're getting your free donut or whatever. <laughs> you know, one of those metal chairs, you know, that wrestlers use. So just, like, sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> AA. <laughs> I, it's weird that I went to AA first and not wrestling. I <laughs> <laughs> would you be drinking that door, though? So, so, yeah, following Grimace with my eyes, then things thing across the floor, then head pops up between my legs. And, like, I could just see, like, the texture of it and everything. So I just, like, flew back in my chair, and probably, like, heart rate went to, like, 190 or something. And I did have to bounce out into, like, I didn't leave the house. like yeah. just went to, like, the next room. To, like settle myself down, wow. but uh, that was wow. definitely the most startled I've ever been. Wow. Okay. And we um, did get a lot of great evidence, like I said that night.
3: That is that is awesome. Um, so you yeah, we weren't there,
2: so, yeah, so that was awesome. You <laughs> probably <laughs> didn't think it was. So I awesome. said that <laughs> is awesome. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> okay. I, think um, I, think actually, I thought uh, it was awesome.
3: So so this question uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reward a little differently. I, I you know it, it's who do you want to talk to spiritually, but. What would be your ultimate goal into, into doing this?
1: So, a, a spirit uh, that we think is, like, available. Or maybe th- this is all, you know, for fun. Ah, shit.
3: Oh, I'll put him on the spot here.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: like... I think you're speechless for the first time. Like Elvis? <laughs> I mean, like like, like Elvis? Um, yeah. JFK? I'd want to do Johnny Cash.
3: Uh, I think I'd want to do John Belushi. Well,
1: yeah, you're a Blues Brothers fan. So John, yeah. John Belushi would be cool. I mean, like, Ramsey's the uh, second. You know, Andrews. go far Jimmy back. Andrews, yeah. Yeah. Caesar. Joplin. Uh, Joplin would be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would love to get someone like that, like, their feedback on what the world has become like now. Like, if, if they are, like, right. being able to witness things, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you you know, what happened to you, or like what do you perceive happened to you? What are you doing with yourself? And then what do you think of the mess that we've created? Yeah. Huh.
3: So, you've, you've investigated a lot of cool places. It's probably, it's probably almost impossible for you to answer this question. Uh, but, what is your uh, number one bucket place to investigate that you haven't investigated?
1: Can you narrow it down geographically for me? Because I would immediately go like the pyramids. Um, in the U.S. In the uh, U.S.
3: Right, let's go New England.
1: New England. Uh, the the North Church in Boston, Massachusetts. Nice. I got there pretty quick. Yeah. That was ah, pretty. It quick. was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Know that, that was awesome. That,
0: that was yeah. very
3: good. Rapid, rapid response right there. El Rapido. Like
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I mean they have uh they have the tombs underneath and everything. Yeah. Um, you know the the kind of catacombs underneath the church and and just kind of just I, w- I would approach at two levels. I'd be down there and then up top doing a, a, the thing. Go up into the, into the the tower and everything. Yeah. So so uh, probably the the North Church in Boston. Nice.
3: Uh, favorite football player. Oh shit!
0: I, I, Aaron
1: Rodgers is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
3: Okay. um does Tom Brady unretire and go to the 49ers? He better not. No, um, no, real quick, no. I'm going to interrupt
0: S- this. Tom it. Brady wants to start a comedy career. He's going to start uh, doing stand-up. Oh, oh You're my God. So that's, great. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yep, he's not going funny. from football to
1: he can't even talk on the radio anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> some of the Sorry, stuff, Tom. Some of the stuff yeah. that him and Gronk did was pretty funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can see him doing more skit comedy than like, stand-up. Right, right.
3: Uh, I, I, S- would, I would probably watch it. I think he's hosted uh, SNL before. Yeah. Yeah, he did, it was actually pretty funny. Um, and another one: Do you think the Bruins go to the Stanley Cup? Well, right now they right are—they're yeah, they're no. losing three to one. But we come quarter. back
0: in the third quarter usually. So. But I, I
3: really think that that's because Harry, they, they played—they played last night. <laughs> they, they hopped on a plane to go to Detroit today, and it's also daylight saving time, so they lost an hour of sleep last night.
1: So I think it become it comes down to them in Edmonton. Right. Okay. The winner of, of those two—it depends on the draw. The winner of those two make it and represent the East. Okay. I'd like to see the Golden Knights represent the West.
3: Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, so I—I I think I, we're over an hour now. But uh, that's awesome. I mean, I yeah. Well, this, you skip the whole
2: deal at savings time.
3: Yeah, I did. I, I just said, you know, why, why is this still a thing? It, it, it's almost
1: over. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: but we do get an extra, you know, some uh, extra time of uh, daylight at the end of the day. So I'm like, I, I'm not complaining about that.
0: No, But we need to get rid of the snow.
3: But why, yeah, we did. it's snow, It's going to snow again. Monday Until Tuesday,
1: which. <laughs> we weren't supposed to say the S word. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we weren't. Uh, <laughs> he, wasn't here, he wasn't here, though.
3: Yeah, uh, I was late. All right, well, uh, Chris. Thanks for coming on with us. Uh, hey, we'll definitely have to uh, have you on again. And we'll definitely have to uh, get you on an investigation with us, too. Yeah, we got, we got to do that. And,
1: yeah. and who knows, maybe we can like break away and do like a podcast mid-investigation or something. Like. I love... The yeah, way you, you think. Oh yeah, you gotta like expand, right? And yep, you yeah. Like, look what happened to Blockbuster Video. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they really exactly.
1: <laughs> you grab some hot tamales and you rent a movie. Right. Absolutely. If it's there. Um, <laughs> all right, so so that's
3: gonna wrap things up for uh, for this episode. And uh, Chris, once again, thanks for uh, hanging Thank with you. us. It, it's been awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah.
0: Oh,
2: and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Get the jumpstart. Let's get the hell out of here! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass!
3: You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.